You've been dying for a chance to get out of the house and see your podcast heroes in their native habitat. Well, you can do that this Friday. That is January 14th at the Market Lounge. It'll be both Jason LaFoon and Dean Jernigan live at the Market Lounge. That's 8 and 10.30 Central Time in Valparaiso. 8 o'clock and 10.30 Central Standard Time, Market Lounge in Valpo. Doubleheader, Dean and Jason together on the same stage. Probably not at the same time. There is the little matter of the restraining order, but I digress. But anyway, Market Lounge, Friday, January 14th, this Friday, 8 and 10.30 Central Time. Get out there and see them. He's talking about he got a job at, like, Frito's, Frito-Lay. And he's like, first I was, like, psyched because, like, I mean, I'm working in the warehouse, but, like, I got ship ideas. <laughs> I got chip ideas. I had chip ideas. I had a couple of inventions uh, back in like high school that I never did, but I used to talk about all the time. The round beach towel. Yeah. yeah. All you need is a celebrity. All you need is the right celebrity to be using your round beach towel. Something everybody's got to have a round beach towel. Round. Yeah. Why, though? Why, yeah. It's different. It'll catch on. All I need is a couple celebrities. So you want a round celebrity? A beach towel that's round. A but big I mean a fucking round beach why, why are they rectangle or whatever? I'm just so talking about the celebrity. you can and store them easily. I, I, I'll, come out with, I'll come out with triangle beach towels. They'll be the rave. And then the water pillow, you know, like the water bed? But like a heated water pillow. That was me. Okay. Uh, catch up with flavors. You know, like you got all kinds of different. That uh, was you? That was me. Oh, okay. Way before Heinz did it. I was pissed when they came. And theirs flopped because they didn't have the right ideas. You sound like Devin Tapia. <laughs> Devin Tapia, the best photographer I know. I, figure, I, I always forget which one's mine. That beef is ever going to go away or is that just well, going to be on continuing He's, he's, he's got to stroke the thing. <laughs> it's no, it's you know. Ever- Ever going to resolve itself in bloodshed or something? I mean, uh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Want to start this thing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five. Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm Jason LaFoon. And I'm drinking water. Um, That's a, I was eating a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, so yeah you were. Yeah, actually, you were. The uh, I got to th- thanks, everybody. This is our first pod of 2022. Um, we haven't been around the last couple of weeks. We had some holidays, and then Rusty fucked everybody over. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Actually, uh, his son decided to be a fucking No, no, nice- no. No, I fucked everybody over. Let's just leave it at that. I just well, I fucked think, everybody over. I think, his, I think his son is the worst offender in this. Just Probably. If you love somebody, why would you buy them tickets to a fucking to a meaningless fucking game between two loser suck ass teams to a, when it's like negative ten degrees to outside. a fucking Bears squad that hasn't that doesn't even know how to spell win that doesn't say I love you that says that go fuck it's right you know my dad went to a Bears game like back enjoy in, the twelve dollar beers yeah my dad went to a Bears game back in like seventy <laughs> seven and he had one of the uh, 
And I was like, really? He says, yeah, it was in the middle of winter, but I was going to be prepared. And he bought like one of the first electric socks. They even had like a battery pack, like attached to the outside, you know, like you'd put in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? So yeah. he bought like the first electric socks and all this shit. He said it wasn't five minutes in the first quarter, they quit working. <laughs> oh, my God. He saw how miserable he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was kind of relying on you guys to turn a, a gesture of deep and <laughs> loving respect for your father into this fucked up nightmare from hell. <laughs> Thanks for that, guys. Thanks for that. Uh. It was. It was. It was what our first response was? Did you like? Why did we use that damn temp service we've been talking about? I got close to getting fired last week. I know, but yeah, yeah. Bears are the bears, man. I can't help it. That's all right. No, it's all right. We we told him it'd be a break for the holidays. We and we didn't get a chance to get together and do the uh, best of. Um, oh yeah, we got to do that sometime. Yeah, that'd be nice. You guys got to both give me input, and I'll take some time. We'll yeah, put just, together. Just, a, yeah, and yeah, we'll, we'll put some. We'll put something together at some point. But some um, we did not do it over the holiday break, and um, Rusty sojourned to Chicago. <laughs> but uh, we do appreciate those you man hanging strong uh, with us for the whole uh, first year of the pod, and uh, we do really appreciate it. Um, Dates and I got some dates coming up. So uh, let's throw this. I guess we could plug those real quick. That'd be a good idea. Uh, let's see what we got. We got uh, this Friday, this Friday in Valparaiso, Indiana, at the Market Lounge and Comedy Club. Your Light Me at Five crew here is going to be co headlining. Uh, there's an 8 o'clock show, and was it 10.30? I believe it's 8 and 10.30. 8 and 10.30 Central, Central time. time. Or uh, as some of the fuckers around here like to say, slow time. I'm and looking at you, City of Knox. <laughs> I'm also at the market again on um, the 22nd of January. 22nd of January, where uh, there's a big show going on. Yep. Uh, Mary Lynn Rashka is... How do you say her name? Right? Reich? I, I, I definitely wasn't. I was leaving you up to it, because yeah. I wasn't going to get it right. Um, she's been on She's been on uh, 24. Uh, she's been on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um She's been all over TV. Uh, this is gonna be a good show. That that and is does have tickets. So yes, that is it. You have to go to the markets, find, track them down on the internet, market lounge, market lounge, or on Facebook. Yeah, it's just the market lounge. I can link to their tickets right there, and um, it's a great show. It seats like two fifty or something in that room yeah. usually. Uh, it'll be fun. I'll I'll wander my way up there and uh, use use my influence to get in the back there. But anyway, so that's twenty second. Uh, and then we got uh, February 4th and 5th. I'll be featuring at the Drop Comedy Club in South Bend. That uh, is a 9 o'clock Friday show, an 8 o'clock Saturday show, and a 10? Or Saturday. 8 eight and 10 on Saturday. 8 and 10 on Saturday and 9 o'clock on Friday. What, what, when are you doing that? Uh, February 4th and 5th. Oh, well, I'm doing that exact same thing. February 18th and 19th, featuring at the Drop. 18th and 19th of February, featuring at the Drop, Jason LaFoon. It's an 8 o'clock Friday show, and a, or I'm sorry, it's a 9 o'clock Friday show, and an 8 and 10 o'clock uh, Saturday show. So hopefully you guys get a chance to come out and catch us. Uh, we got some more dates coming. Um, uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite's in March. Right, yeah. um, so we got some stuff we're cooking on too so uh either way appreciate you joining us jason how was your holiday man you know <laughs> yeah credit card balances went up mm. Mm. did you do anything like celebratory like did you like do anything christmasy or new um, year's e at all because I, I was working i mean yeah 
Not really. I I went. I drove to um, Omaha with to uh, visit my son for a day. Just a day? Well, how long was the drive of that? It's a, like nine hour drive. Nine hours, so like it's a, twelve it's, bucks in gas it's, for you. It's my limit of what I'm willing to drive before it's time to get a plane. Well, I've done. I've done. Well, you know, that's probably that's you're probably right about there. I, when I was in the Navy, I would go home and it would be a 15 hour drive, and I just well, do it dude, I remember through. driving to like Texas 18 hours straight. Yeah. and being like, I'm not focused now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When like, I get tired, uh, I'm an adult. I can get a hotel no, room. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna no, do that. Yeah, I'm totally like that's what I was gonna say. Is you said nine, I started to go. I oh, I thought, man, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to do the 15 hours. Nine hours sounds dude, more reasonable. What's crazy though is like. Like, uh, we've all dealt with driving with fog. Yeah. Okay. But you wake up and you, oh, fuck, it's foggy. And then you go to where you're going. And typically you're not leaving, like, whatever your viewing range of weather is, you know? Right, right. Uh, and then the fog just clears up. And uh, I never thought, I never really thought about, like, how far does fog go? <laughs> like, when it's foggy. I thought the same thing. Okay. Well, check this. This is It insane. doesn't go very high. No, but if you're around any kind of mountains, well, I left. I left Omaha on Christmas Eve. Oh, and you like stayed in it five for like in, five in the morning. No, like check this shit out, dude. Thousand miles. Five in the morning, I leave, and I'm on the freeway. There's only there's like three cars on the freeway because it's you know five a.m. Christmas Eve, and we're doing forty five because you can't it was like yeah. we're in a cloud, and uh, you get out of Nebraska. Omaha's like not far over the border from Iowa. Right. So I get in Iowa, and I'm driving. Yeah, Iowa's not that bad. It's foggy. It's foggy. It's foggy. It gets daylight. It's foggy. I leave the state of Iowa. It's still foggy. <laughs> it's cleared up, but it's still fog. It's still fog, right. And uh, you know, once I get into Illinois, the fog clears up. But if I look off in the distance, it's still a foggy haze. You know why I cleared up in Illinois? All those goddamn wind farms. Lori Lightfoot made everyone stay inside so they couldn't breathe. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Lori Lightfoot. What did you think with her? You, 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 she's like Devin in your eyes, evidently. She's like Devin in everybody's eyes. Are you eyes. kidding me? She's like, 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 here's the here's the crazy part about Lori Lightfoot is like. I mean, she won an election, but I don't think there's anyone that's willing to admit they voted for her. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I uh, saw that happen at a comedy club one time in St. Louis. Somebody was, uh, it was I think it was uh, Dwight Simmons or Simmons, the guy you know that you started the riot with at IU. Oh yeah, it's what okay. Simmons. I know he was doing a show down there. We went to a show. I know that's who it was. Uh, but he he tells a a, a a Trump joke, and people laugh, and he's like, "Really." <laughs> Because he's in St. Louis. I mean, you're talking about... So that don't usually play in a town like this. But since you said that, and then he starts off on all this stuff. Yeah. But, you know, and then he says, how many of you voted for him? Nobody says anything. Right. He's like, how did he get elected? Yeah, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> I yeah. heard the same thing with Reagan one time. So who voted for him? Raise your hand. Yeah, Nobody fine. does. How did he get elected? Then? And you're yeah. talking about landslide wins. You're not talking about, well, not with Trump, but with Reagan, it was like... No, cho- no question about it, but nobody would admit voting for the guy. Jason, did you notice how he said he went to a Dwight Simmons show, but he's yet to have been to a Jason LaFoon show or a Dean Jernigan show? Well, I mean, we're not as good as Dwight Simmons. Apparently. Anyways. Apparently not in his eyes. Dude, I bet speaking, he's been trying to get on Dwight's podcast. Speaking of good comics, like, uh, so we see, a, we see a lot of good comics. <laughs> Is that where you were Sunday last week, huh? No, that was were not. Were you there interviewing with no, Dwight Simmons? No, 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 no. I was there three years ago before the podcast even started, so. 
Dude, so we see a lot of good comics who we've never heard of all the time. All the time, yeah. Uh, a lot of people like you're just like, oh, that person was really funny and that person was really good. Um, I did an accidental set this weekend. Uh, yeah, that's all. Yeah, Joe's like, hey, you, I'm going to work at the club if you want to hang out. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably swing by. And then I'm in a drive-thru at like 8.30 and food. He's like, hey, you're doing a set tonight. Well, I guess I was good thing so. I'm almost halfway yeah. there. Huh? Yeah, I was going to say, you better get there quick. But I guess the original show... Uh, the the people who were originally booked for the show bailed because yeah. of uh, COVID. COVID. And so there was a couple of replacements that came in and they co-headlined. And uh, like I said, I see people all the time that are always, they're always good and funny. But like, I was like blown away by this one lady. Her name's uh, Samantha Bentley. She's from Pittsburgh. She was like impressively funny, dude. Just... See, that's how I found Christy Toomey the first time. Kristen uh, Toomey? Yeah, the first time I saw her at the, the, the old drop location couple of years ago uh she came there and co- did a co-headline thing with uh i forget who she was with they were both really funny but she blew me away like i just i mean because yeah, your I, side hurt laughing like it's rare that like you know you're sitting there and like amazed at somebody you know what i yeah. mean like especially because well you can always be like oh that person was really but like, i was like well i was laughing as much as the audience and, and to clarify the whole and time. to clarify yes the fact that he's a you're a comic we Comics are hard. It's hard to make comics laugh. They just they're around comedy all the time. They're at mics all the time. We're among it all the time. It's really just really hard to make comics laugh. Generally speaking, when we're laughing at like say a mic, we're a lot of times we're laughing because your joke failed. Failure most of the time. Or like an audience is is like like got upset or something. That's when we start laughing. Uh, and then you'll come off, and the comic will be like, "Hey, man, good set." And you, you know, you didn't even smile, dude. So when you make a comic laugh, th- like it's it, there is something. I used to say, um, uh, like I used to invite people out to my shows all the time, right? And uh, 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 you know, family and stuff, and like that, you right. know. And, 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 and um, I don't know how many I'm listening, but they, you know, the, my brother came one time. Uh, other than that, like uh, no, my other brother hasn't come. Like no one's come. But eventually, like you, you're hold off. You don't want to invite him to all the shit. You want to invite him when you get some time, right? But then event, like so, you start working, you start stroking, you start building up your time, and then eventually you get to a point where uh, you're starting to get time, but you no longer give a shit for the people who don't show up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you just, at some point, the healthy thing is just shift your mind over to the people that are coming, and like that's what you focus your energy on. And then after a while, it really the only like uh uh the only true like um recognition you're looking for is your fellow comics because they're the only ones that know what you're putting right. into this yeah so after a while like you don't look for family approval anymore uh i'm looking like if i got new material i'm looking at their reactions because that's the only approval i'm really looking for at this point is, is peer approval so yeah when a, when a new comic comes in and uh that you've never met i should say it's not that they haven't put in the work um, it blows you away. It's definitely, yeah. It's definitely something to remember. Yeah. Uh, though that's one of my favorite things about going to the comedy club, though. Well, see, that's the thing. When I go on vacation, I was on vacation when I saw him. Whenever I go on yeah. vacation someplace, we make a we we see a show somewhere. Yeah, because like, why would you go? I don't know on a day off locally. Oh. I mean, why would you do something like that? Oh, you should save it for vacation. I that's would do it. that locally. 
You don't have a day off. I don't have a day off. I know. That's, that's, the why, that's why I prodded you with that. You prodded <laughs> me with that. I got done working. You remember the when I asked you what time last night? What yeah. time was that on the message? What, 3 o'clock in the morning or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's when I got done working yesterday. Yeah. So, no, I know. Yeah. I'm blowing you shit. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> You're smiling like, yeah, I'm blowing you. Like, hell, I'm blowing you shit. <laughs> I know better. Uh, I didn't do much shit for the holidays. What about you? Did you do a... Uh... I didn't do anything. No, we didn't even put up a tree this year. We did. We had family on Christmas and stuff. And on New Year's, I came home. I had to work on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Got home about 1, 2 in the afternoon. Just, that was it. Well, her and I work 12-hour shifts, and we have three teenage boys. Yeah, you know, you're so not, we were yeah. like, who gives a shit? No, yeah. I just stayed in. I didn't leave the house again until I came back to work. On, well, until we went to the Bear game and then came back to work. On. Well, I got screwed. Because I, well, I started... With that company not too long ago, so I they got holiday pay and I didn't get it because I haven't been there thirty days. <sighs> so I hurt, I hurt a little bit. I just I didn't do anything for New Year's. Went to Omaha the day before Christmas Eve. Drove back on Christmas yeah. Eve. Found you out. you slip out of state on like the down low. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a lot. Like, cause like, I, like I was just saying, like we, we we run into each other multiple times a week, just because the circles we run, the practices and whatnot, and uh, and we're both comics, you know. And uh, I swear to God, I'll see this motherfucker on Wednesday, and then I'll see him again on Thursday. And we meet up on Sunday, and somewhere in between there, he went to Omaha. <laughs> he came back from New York. I had no, I like, I know we might have texted the whole time, like back and forth, but I, I had no idea he was in New York. I, you know, yeah. I'm, I've come to realize, like, I don't realize I'm doing it, but I'm very discreet about everything I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, <laughs> Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'm just doing a thing. Yeah. I don't even, yeah, I don't even realize people are like, wait, you did what? I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Didn't I not tell you? <laughs> See, that messes me up, because I count on Jason's going to be, is my first call if, uh, which I haven't had to use, but if, like, I'm on my way wherever, and I break down on going to a show because my girlfriend works nights and she can't yep. leave the yep. hospital. <laughs> so I got to rely on my comic to uh, to be out there. And Jason could be just been fucking Omaha. <laughs> well, I went out there and uh, just just was reminded that kids are fucking stupid. That's, <laughs> I show up and my son. That's why you only needed a day. <laughs> my son. Oh, it's good seeing you. So you just got here last night, Dad. Yep. We haven't even made breakfast. Oh, I'm going to catch breakfast uh, on the road. I've been here 10 hours. <laughs> I'm going to catch that fog before it leaves. <laughs> I get there, and my son, who's who wears glasses, is wearing fake glasses with no lenses. See? That's Joe Tid. You got a little bit of Joe Tid in him. Well, I, I was like, at first I was like, did you get new glasses? He's like, no, mine broke. But I don't like not having... Wait, anyway, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so I was like, well, you. <laughs> I was like, are they even readers? Are they like, he's like, no, there's not, there's no lenses. <laughs> like, okay, well, well, you wear prescription glasses. <laughs> what the fuck? Does he sleep in fucking glasses? Pretty sure your wife. I got sleeping glasses on. I'm, the I'm, I'm pretty sure his eyes are bad enough that he has that, like, endorsement on his license. So, <sighs> you know what I mean? Well, I do. Yeah. And it's like, well, you that just, is different. No, like he cannot see without glasses, and he's like, "Well, they're broken. I can't get new ones. I don't have money. Well, I, I have insurance. Like, what fucking idiot? That's why you have a cell phone, right? <laughs> like, this isn't like, hey, I, let me borrow a hundred dollars for no. This is like a medical thing. 
Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. This is this is what I want you to call me for as a right, father, right? Oh, yeah. Right? So, it's that, like, yeah. yeah. So we go out to eat, and on the way to the restaurant, I fucking whip out my phone. I find a lens crafters, and I call them, make an appointment. I'm like, I'm out of state. I'm have to pay over the phone with a credit card. Like that's cool. They're like, yeah. Like we can see them as soon as tomorrow. So I made an appointment for Christmas Eve, and I'm just like, well, I'll just throw it on a credit card. So I tell, I make him the appointment. I leave the next day, and and you didn't know they had to construct him a marble eye. Well, no, <laughs> no. This is how dumb kids are. This is how dumb they are. This is how dumb they are. Right? I'm driving home, and I'm like, <coughs> I'm gonna call his mom real quick. Who I haven't spoken to, in... I was gonna say, I feel like that's your I, dumb move. Yeah, I, li- <laughs> dude, I haven't. It's been over a year since I've seen, heard anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. God bless you. So I, call, I called her, and I was like, hey, do you, by chance, still have insurance on him? And she's like, yeah, medical, dental, and vision. Oh. So this dumbass has insurance the whole time. So I was like, you want to send me that information? Because uh, he doesn't have fucking glasses on. I made him an appointment. I'll pay for it, but it'd be a lot cheaper if you want to send me your information. So she sent me all of her insurance information because... That way I have it so right. I can give it to fucking him next time he needs, you know. Yeah. How old is he? 20. I know, man. I know. My daughter shared something. She's 19. She You're said, old enough to go to prison. Get glasses, I, dude. Dude. She sent me something. It was talking about, uh, or she posted it. It was talking about uh, uh, Kim Kardashian's uh, divorcing Kanye West because he wasn't there for the little things in their marriage. That's how much it means. It's not about the money. It's about the little things. And I'm like, this bitch is worth a billion dollars. What are you talking about? She has more money than Kanye. What's that about just, the little things? Or, you know, Kanye is mentally <clears throat> ill. Yeah, no, that's, totally. Might have that's, a, that's hard to deal with. for Some people oh, can't no question. That I get that. Especially when you have a billion dollars. <laughs> And especially when you're dating a guy now who seems to be the chillest motherfucker ever. Yeah. He's just all like, what's up, man? Yeah. Hey. Oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm just here. I, I have no idea. Pete Davidson. Who's that? Uh, from Saturday Night Oh, I don't watch it. There you go. I have no idea who you Dwight Simmons about. was on it. Maybe you'd watch it, huh? It's all right, man. It's okay. I, did, we, I know where we stand with you. I didn't realize I'd stuck the knife in that deep just by mentioning a guy I saw on vacation uh, three years ago. Didn't think it'd bother you so much. No, Dwight and I are cool. Obviously, Dwight and I have a... a because he a, was on our show yeah, a couple times. after that. I think a couple times. Yes. And um, and uh, Dwight and I have a connection, a Bloomington connection that goes deep. <laughs> Which is... We contributed uh, to a riot. Yeah. Started a riot. A legit riot. Yeah. Or, Cars were flipped upside down and set on fire, and and people in wheelchair were maced. That's when they were both proud boys. Dwight Simmons. <laughs> Dwight Simmons is a proud boy. Yeah, that's how they, that's how Dean met him. <laughs> yeah, he's under. No one expects yeah. a black proud yeah, boy. You're right. Like, that is the president yeah. of the proud boys black? I think his name's. In, I know. I think he's like Afro-Cuban because his name is Enrique Tario. Uh-huh. I've heard him talk before because like, I think. I mean, that just seems like. <laughs> it's just like the biggest troll ever. Like, hey, let's make a black oh, no, guy our, our president. <laughs> it's the Dave Chappelle bit. It where, is where, the, Dave where the blind black the, guy the is black the clan racist. leader. Yeah, yeah, the black white supremacist. That's a good one. <sighs> yeah, no, it's totally the Dave Chappelle bit, but it's like in real life. And then it turns out he's an FBI informant. Yeah, that even better. <laughs> runs this militia. 
been talking to yeah. the cops the whole time, That's, and he's Cuban. Someone, someone posted a meme the other when day. When am I going to see him in a skirt? Someone posted a meme the other day that, like, usually I just, like, the conspiracy and all that. I just, like, okay, whatever. But this one actually made me laugh. It was, like, it was just a picture of, like, dudes wearing, you know, like, fucking Oakley sunglasses and shit hanging out. It's, like, the FBI for the January 6th reunion. <laughs> How would you like to be the agent that convinced the FBI that... You could infiltrate the Proud Boys with an ethnic minority. Well, yeah, This is our best shot. <laughs> okay, Chief, right. this is our best shot. I hey, know yeah, he can do it. They'll never this, see it coming. They'll never see it coming. This is Dude, a so, movie. So I don't know. I was, <laughs> I stumbled across this. I was, um, someone I work with actually said she was listening to this podcast. So I, I checked it out. It's a, a conspiracy theory <laughs> about the band Scorpions. Oh, I love it already. And their song, Wind of Change. Oh, I love it already. And how Wind of Change was written by the CIA. I've heard this one. To influence the Soviets during the Cold War. I've heard that one. And, uh, and, yeah. I I, I think it would matter if I knew the song better. Oh, you know the song. I probably do. We're playing it right now. I don't hear anything. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we get plugged in. Oh, oh, I get you. I get you. We'll fix that. We'll I'm, I'm supposed to cut that in? Yes. All right, let me make it's that It's the song. Note. It starts with the, the guy whistling. Yeah. I, oh, 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 yeah. I do know that song. Okay. I almost think I could... I God, every time I hear it, I just want to kill a communist. <laughs> okay, so... Maybe that. So Maybe it's real. Here's the crazy... So, like... So <laughs> the, God, fucking communist! I listened to the shit. podcast, and, uh... <laughs> like, it was uh, this guy who worked in the CIA said he heard it from... An older guy in CIA years before, and so it's just been like this thing. So this guy just said he was trying to track down like all this shit about this song, but did find out that this this like the CIA has done this before. The, our government has implanted through art into other countries to influence. I was just going to say when you terrible. when you when you actually look in the history of CIA, they have done horrific shit experiments. LSD experiment, yeah. like all kinds of shit that you'd be like, there's no way that the, that the fucking and, government's and, into that. And so, like, he interviewed a bunch of, like, CIA, like, former people that none of them use their real names and shit yeah. or anything. But they yeah, were the all, CIA wouldn't have any idea who those guys they were. They were all like, no, yeah, this is, like, I don't know about this specifically, but there's, this is absolutely not shocking to me if this is true. Yeah. And, I don't know, he ended up talking to the fucking guy from Scorpions who denied everything but maybe yeah but it could have been the guy writes it well and that's and then what, the cia then is like well, this not, is the perfect not tool. only that like the way that C- the cia goes after people maybe he wrote it for them without knowing he was doing no it. that's totally true yeah hey i commissioned you to write this song blah 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 that totally could be true we'll put that one under a big maybe I wouldn't be surprised. Is the only thing, like just if when the history of the the crap that they've done, you know, hell, they, if you were looking into there's those psychology experiments like at Stanford or something back in like the '60s where they were doing like the fake electric shocks. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Where they, they found out like the guy well though like so they got so they it's got just an actor yelling. Yeah, so it's a guy in a lab coat and they, they take these people and it was like the '60s or 
late fifties, maybe I think it was early sixties. Like you know, and then and, and the the subject is an un, unsuspecting person from the street who's who's agreed to to you know it's that shit you sign up for in colleges that are hey for this experiment or this sleep study or whatever. So then they go in there and they found that if they were in lab coats, people would turn the, the voltage up to electrocute the person on the other end of this device. There was no other end of the device. I'm describing it terribly. You guys know it, but I don't know that all our audience knows it. Though. Oh, I know what you mean. It, it was yeah. So they found that people. Yeah. So they found that people. If they wore a lab coat and had some sort of authority, they would. Uh, they would crank it up way higher than if they uh, didn't look like they were in a position of authority. And just they did all kinds of fucked up shit. And that was just psychology departments in colleges. The uh, the, uh, the CIA actually doesn't like people. <laughs> they don't. So I don't know. That's what I hear. I thought they were people. I, also, I thought they were public I did, service. I did find out listening to that podcast that CIA agents don't work for the CIA. CIA officers work for the CIA. Agents are enemy. They're contractors. Oh, they're independent contractors? Like all WWE wrestlers? Still bullshit. I don't. But, so you like can put out. A resume to be well, a, dude, yeah, they, actually, they, they were they, CIA they, guy. Well, they went deep. Like the CIA plants people everywhere, right? Like in everyday businesses, like people you've probably worked with might sure. have been involved, and they're just there for whatever you know, right? And then when they leave, they have like their their entire work history is fake. Like it says, yeah, you have this this resume, but it was all bullshit jobs that right. the CIA set up for you to do, you know. So like, really, no one ever checks those anyway. The CIA doesn't even well, set up. Well, shit. but if like Rusty's a CIA plant and he retires from the CIA, his resume says he does, you know, oh, I, this, I, I, that, I and the other thing. Now, yeah. no, when he gets a fucking job and yeah. he can't do any of that shit, yeah, it's just like the bitch of it is like it's like they can't the they, they get decorated, uh, you know, for valor or some shit. This never <laughs> can't ever be known. <laughs> that sucks. Hey man, you get a job like that, and you don't do it for the glory. Dude, listen, I'm I'm better, I'm better than Jordan. Just nobody, nobody can know. You don't you don't do it for the glory, man. I don't know. I feel like you kind of do. You it do should it be a, it should be a just reward for you your do work. Do it because you have to do it, man. It's what you have to do. Is that what Putin says? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I did hear that uh, Pete Buttigieg is a CIA plant, so. He's a plant. <laughs> what kind of a plant? Here, I think I think I think you're listening to too much of this conspiracy shit oh, already. Man. I already think you've gone overboard. Pete Buttigieg is a CIA plant. Plant. What? So he? I don't know. You ever seen that game, Plants vs. Zombies? Look at look no. him up, man. Look at look at the places he used to work. Look at how weird yeah, it was. You look are at, right. Look you at, are right. Look at how you are right. Look at how weird it was that a mayor decided to join active duty military in Afghanistan for just a short stint come right back without the yeah, it's very weird you make a good point yeah because generally speaking they don't let you come right back no, no just <laughs> walk out I, i'm just yeah. like typically like look at look at look into his shit and it's it's all weird it's all weird there you go not even a joke no i don't i i know what you're saying did he even have covid recently i don't know or was he out of the country i i don't know was he secretary of transport or no something? He, yeah transportation yeah. You know, uh, so the Department of Transportation, or is it, yeah. or is that different? Department of Department Transportation? Of Trans- yeah. 
that he's just, he's in charge of that, he's right? In charge of it, yeah. You know that's where the uh, that's what uh, the Coast Guard is under. The Department of Transportation. Yep. They're not in the Department of Defense. Okay. So they're not even military. Yeah. Well, they use military rank and shit. That's like law enforcement. Well, so it's do, almost so do militias. That doesn't mean shit. It's almost more. <laughs> except they're they're funded by the government though. So we're militias. That doesn't mean shit. No, they're not. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, do you? Do you oh my god! Wait, do you not? Do you not know we fund militias around the world to take care of problems that we have? Yeah, not our okay. militias. Well, they they use military rank also. Yeah, but no one no one listens to their rank. If it's not American rank, it doesn't count. It's American money, so it counts. Yeah, those are American weapons. American money's everywhere, though. <laughs> except in my pocket. Welcome to Global Conspiracy with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> this is my podcast within a podcast. <laughs> this is where I take apart everything and I tell you the conspiracy behind it. Dean doesn't actually make pretzels. He makes messages. Uh, where are we at? What time are we at? Uh, about half. Um, half? Half hour. Oh, half hour? We're at the halfway point. Gotcha. Half hour we got to try to get a road pod in Friday. I don't know who's all going to be down there. Is Joe coming? Is Joe, uh, Joe Tiz, is he one of our... He's on the show, I think. That's what I said. I think it's so. So, Anyway, we're going to try to get a road pod. Road pod would be good. Anything to keep you from coming to the studio, huh, Rusty? Yeah, except that I have to cut it and put it together and put it on the... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> when did you coach here? At Plymouth? Yeah. Uh, 90... 93 to 2006. Ah, okay. There you are, are, Gerard. There's a guy. I was a guy I was talking to. I said, you know Rusty Nixon? He said, no. So he used to coach over there, and he said, uh, he started naming off the coach now, and I was like, ah, he's probably, I don't know how long ago he coached. Oh, it's been a while ago. It's been a real while ago. I coached Dan Silla for about ten years too. I we guessed that. about 2010. Yeah, was been our was our rough guess. That, yeah, it was a little bit long or shorter than that, but yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. Why is that relevant to anything? He wanted to know who the guy was. He listened to pot. So, uh, well, I, I've come experience. I'm starting to experience what you had talked about at the smaller work. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. Even, but this time though, I, like I, I just came in and I I just I put I just slapped the magnet on the locker with the QRC. I'm just like. Phew. Fuck it, if we can get some fans. And uh funny thing is, uh it's loud there, but sh- you know, I don't so like I'm kinda hard of hearing. So I can't understand half of what people are saying to me. And I gotta yell. Uh anyway. Uh so I don't fucking I don't say much there. And he comes up to me and he goes, You don't talk much, do you? <laughs> well oh, what's wrong with that? Well, I see. I wear. Um, I probably shouldn't even fucking. You know what? You know, we'll take this on. We'll t- we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll move on from this. Okay. Talk, talk about how you violate employee policy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not like that. Be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Be a good idea. So, um, I forgot what I was going to bring up. Now, the uh, I guess sidetracked with your little baseball thing there. Well, you just you asked me. I know it I popped in my head when I looked at yeah. you. He asked uh, who that guy was laughing background. I said, it's "My producer." And sometimes, you know, sometimes producer, I guess, when he shows up. <clears throat> you know, I'm just saying, you. The, I know you put in the work, Rusty. I mean, Jason only drove a well in an hour 
uh, to get here through icy condition roads. I just came off a 12-hour shift and, and drove up here, and you literally live two blocks away. But let's not... Let's not forget Rusty's. <laughs> Dude, I saw. I didn't. Okay, so I was in a. I was in an Alfa Romeo this weekend. I gave you pretzels, dude. You did. You gave me pretzels. I, I was in an Alfa Romeo this weekend, and I noticed something that is the most ridiculous shit wait, about wait, a car I've ever was seen. Was that in? Was that in Omaha? No, this was in Elkhart, Indiana. This motherfucker. He was in Omaha. He's an Alfa Romeo. Did you did you fly a plane too this week? <laughs> Do you want to save something for next week? (laughs) This fucking car, I don't know what year it is. It's a late model, so it's newer. Has leather floors. It's not it's not fabric. Oh. It's fucking leather. I That's for like a thousand dollar Italian shoes. I get into the back of this fucking car and I'm like, is this a leather floor? Like, yeah, I'm like, that's this is not the climate to have a leather floor. Like there's Moisture all over yeah. everybody's feet no, right now. That's uh, like a terrible. I've never seen anything like it. You, that's a barefoot car. Yeah, it's one of those where the, the pretentious motherfucker makes you take your shoes off before you get in the car. Like, oh no, sir, you got to take your shoes off. What? But then when, I guess when you see the leather floors, you understand. But it's re- it's probably really easy just to wipe out. Is it suede? It's not suede. It's not suede. No, you can't have a fucking suede floor. floor. I wouldn't think you could have leather floors. No, that's what I was... Because I'm feeling it. I'm like, this is fucking leather. Like, yeah, it's a leather floor. I'm like, well, okay. Well, shit. Yeah, I wouldn't want to smoke a joint in that car at all. (laughs) I didn't. I was saying I wouldn't feel comfortable. I mean, like, I'm cupping it everywhere. Like, don't, don't get anything on anything. I can't afford the fucking... I can't afford a patch repair on this seat much less some sort of problem i drove a uh it was a jaguar but i i don't know the jaguar like nomenclature right. it was it was like their two-door really X, sport X, J, yeah x whatever yeah, yeah. it's it was a sport one it wasn't the uh it wasn't like the right. sedan right. it was a two-door fucking, and i had to drive it and drive far but it was you know, 10 miles or something from one dealership to another and uh i drove back i think i told you this once i drove back in a ford fusion yeah, right. I think yeah, yeah. And I was not impressed with that. I looked up the Jaguar. I want to say it was seventy thousand dollars or something. And uh, I was not impressed. The Fusion was a better ride back than the Jaguar was going. That's we have a. I've I've talked about how my I where I work we have like a really really nice uh, show off building. That's like built right next to the shitty building that we work in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, okay. it's like North Korea grocery store facade. Yeah, and uh, it's exactly what it is. If you look through the windows, it's fucking great. You go to see where the work's done, and it's like holy oh, yeah. shit. Right. Do but, you feed uh, these animals? <laughs> so they they like cleaned out the showroom for like we have this big showroom where all these fucking cars are and stuff and like. Uh, they were doing something in the showroom, so they move every now and then. They'll move all the cars over to my shop. Okay. And when they're in this dirty, nasty shop, it looks like I'm about to chop shop these fucking right, cars. Right. It's like, why are all these? <laughs> yeah. But I'm sitting there. It's, I was, like, it's like a scene from Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, all I got to do yeah. is black out the windows, dude. And like, <laughs> yeah, people would be like, "Oh, you, oh, you're doing some shit in here." Yeah, because you look like the type of guy too that would like <laughs> light a blowtorch and just start taking shit apart. <laughs> but I'm sitting there the other day waiting. I'm waiting on something, and uh, I'm in this shop by myself, and I'm like, 
wonder how much money in cars is sitting here. Oh, yeah. So I start looking up these cars, and it's just like, I mean, I could show you what my Christmas bonus was this year. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it wouldn't have bought a tire. It wouldn't have put gas in one of these cars. <laughs> Dude, there's like a fucking a Camaro ZL1 sitting there. Uh, the closest thing I could find online to that car for sale, 65000 There's a Mercedes AMG SL550 convertible. See, there's a, there's, a, there's a farm. There's a Porsche fucking 911 something there. Right. Just There's this crazy truck rat rod that's just looks like a death rat, but sounds badass and yeah. looks cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat rods. Uh, dude, I couldn't, I couldn't fit in it. It's The top is so chopped. Like the windshield is seriously this fucking tall, dude. dude. I used to know. I know this guy who uh, built a rat rod. And, I mean, it's 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 like his show. They're, he shows it. They're death traps, is all. It oh is. yeah, oh yeah, they're complete death traps. <laughs> but this guy is a fucking maniac. He owns uh, a company that repairs forklifts. Well, one of his trucks was like it was vans, like it's like, it's, like it's, it's these Ford, you know, ass fucking whatever white fucking service vans. And one of them was like sideswiped. And it rolled over, and it's funny because the thing called nine one one while it was rolling. Well, he was upside down. It started dialing nine one one for him. And shit. Anyway, the guy wasn't hurt or anything, but he he he's he doesn't like he didn't, he, he bought the truck from insurance or whatever the van, and then he, this thing's just mangled all the shit, and then he just chops the back end off of it. He's gonna start building something. He's driving it around like that. He's like a successful business owner. He's driving this wrecked van. He's chopped in like a pickup truck. It just it looks like it's just missing a twenty millimeter gun and, and some Al Qaeda to be fucking riding around with this thing. You know Alan uh, Qaeda? <laughs> I went to high school with Alan Qaeda. Uh. Nice guy. It's interesting to talk to. He just he's really into the rat rods and shit. And he just just took some boat torches just and he's driving this motherfucker around. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a farm close to where I live. I live out in the country and, and uh, uh uh Jason knows it. Russ he doesn't know where I live, he doesn't even come to my shows. But I live out in the country, and uh, there's, this, there's this, this, this farm that's not too far away. And it's like a processing center, I think, because it's real big. Like, it's, I think they, like, they take hogs there and shit. And then, uh, but there's like this, there's several huge barns. And one day I'm driving by, and one of these barns has opened up, and all these just, it looks like Jay Leno's car collection is laid out. And I was just like, holy shit. And then somebody told me there's that. Somebody pays him to store that stuff there, but the, uh, I, it just seems to be crazy to have like all these cars just sit. I, I don't know. I, I feel like cars are made to drive. Yeah, I, I don't have that kind of stupid money to the, collect these things. The crazy but. one to me are the guys that collect them, but then they don't. They just continue to rot in their yard. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I've, oh, I've yeah, seen dudes yeah, that have yeah. like you know. 30 cars and none of them are, are in finished. any type of condition like they nope. all need a full like you couldn't drive one of them oh yeah no that, that's like a hoarder they all need you know what I mean that's, yeah. a, that's an auto hoarder they, they just buy old cars and just I don't know they're always I don't know it's dudes like that though like if you're a car guy like that unless you're just a rich dude who's like this is what I want fucking build it right you're, you're always in the process of doing something to your car it's never fucking done. It's oh, never the never. way you want it. You're, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like it's a continual fucking. And then you pick up a second project and <clears throat> yeah, and that's what happens. And then ten years later, they have seventeen cars there. <clears throat> yeah, I hate working on my car in any form, dude. I used to never like. I used to anytime something was wrong with my car, I'm going to figure out how to fix it. Right. And I would do that. And if it took me ten hours, I, that's what it took. That's because that's because when you're young, you have plenty of time and, and you're dumb. N- no, and now I'm paying someone to do everything. Yeah. That's because my time is precious. Even my oil changes. I could be now. dead tomorrow. No. I'm not. I'm not wasting time doing this. No, I, I just as the older I get, the more I find that uh, my spare time is my most precious commodity. Yeah. You know, you just don't right. have much of it. Right. And uh, even when you like, you do have spare time. You're not. You're not able to do with what you want to do with it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Because you're young, you have plenty of time, and you have no money. That's the other thing. <laughs> As you're older, you have a little bit of money, and you're smarter. But I, I pay for everything. I, I, I say, uh, I used to joke that uh, I have, a, I have, I have the tool to fix any problem whatsoever. It's a cell phone. I'll just call whoever the hell I need to call to fix it. I agree with you. I, I eat, I sleep, I fix nothing. So, you know, I fix some things. I don't oh, like working. I don't work on anything on my car. I don't fix anything. I'll I'll fix pipes in the house and shit oh, like that, no, 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 no. but I won't. I just no. I fuck. I hate working on my car. I can't. I'm just. Stu- I got an excuse. I'm stupid. I don't I'm, know. Dude, I've had. I don't know how many times over the years people have that. Why don't Why don't Why don't you wrap your car? Like, cause that's what I do all fucking day. <laughs> I'm gonna get off work and do work. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then if I did that, people would be like, "Did you do that? You want to do mine?" Oh god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they would. yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah they would. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, let me let me get off work and do some more work. I know that's the other thing with mechanics. Dude, I used to like I used to do all types of side work, like all like tons of jobs offers to like hey yeah. wrap right. this or and I won't do a fucking thing for anybody anymore unless I clock in for you every day. Well, you already have a side gig now though, kind of. Yeah doesn't pay as good as the money i get offered to two other side gigs <laughs> true. like no that's nope, true i'm not doing it I'd i'm literally, not gonna give up 12 hours of my weekend for any amount of money as long i mean any four digit amount of money it has to be a five digit amount of money yeah. for me to give up an and comedy weekend. here's the thing i heard, heard two uh seen, seasoned comics uh on pot ranting uh yesterday about how uh you know what hasn't changed since 1990 to 2022? What they pay an opening act at a comedy club <laughs> hasn't fucking changed in 30 or 40 fucking years. And it, I mean, it was it was a very good rant, and uh, I felt every inch of it in my soul. <laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that wrapping kids' bicycles would probably pay more. Well, yeah, don't give up your time though. I know. I so I was talking about the uh, 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 one of the shows we had done, and uh, one of the big shows we had done in the big room, and uh, I w- I'd done an opening ten minutes or whatever for the guy that come in, and I was talking to someone else, and they were like, "So how's good comedy pay?" And I was like, "Well, I think I made. I did ten minutes. I said the headliner did an hour." You know, so there's there's a significant difference right. there. I said I think I made fifty bucks. He made around five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so so far for twenty twenty one, or no twenty twenty two, 
I have made ten dollars doing comedy. Well, you haven't bookings yet. And you, you slipped onto a guest spot. That doesn't count. And I spent forty at the bar. Oh yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I believe so, that. Well, what I didn't find. <laughs> we'll dude, turn that around Friday. They got this drink. They got this drink at the bar. It's fucking delicious. Uh, it's got it's Jameson. Oh, it's expensive bar too. Something yeah. else in it. Uh, simple syrup, and then it's muddled with cucumbers. It's fucking delicious. And uh, oh, it doesn't sound good. Oh, dude, I had three of them, <laughs> and they are twelve dollars a piece. They're eleven dollars a piece. <laughs> <laughs> Look, how, McK- how, Rusty, you had you had those at the Bears game, didn't you? <laughs> McK- McKenzie was like, "That's Chicago prices." I'm like, yeah, "It's also hotel prices. Yeah, it's also like fancy. We're hotel in a fucking prices. hotel, so and it's a and it's a nice like hotel." Yeah, because I bought a beer there, and I want to say it was eight dollars. But I, you know, I drink nice beer. <laughs> but it was eight bucks or something. I was like, "Well, that's the only one I'm gonna have." Thanks. Oh man! Now I'm not gonna eat lunch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> now I've lost money on this gig. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you get paid ten, you're spending thirty. Well, you do. he was doing a gas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was, yeah, it's yeah, not okay. a legit. He didn't have a legit right. booking. Yeah, yeah. And, and that yeah. whole story will change next week because he drinks for free next week. Yeah, next week. <laughs> Might grab something to eat, too. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get what you can. I'm looking forward to that show, man. Uh, we haven't been up there in a while. I was there last week. No, I mean, I was there last week, but I mean, like, up for doing, like, a right. feature set. It was six months or something. Mm, I was there in November, December. Yeah, that's what we both were, like, two weeks apart. No, uh, I did a... I did a set for um, what the fuck was there? No, I'm talking about the the a thirty minute set. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. It's I a guess six, it's a six month yeah, space. It wasn't. De- it was December when I, last time I did yeah, headlines. I know because I, I said I was, I was you were like either two weeks before me or two weeks after me. I'm trying to think the last time I did a show there would have been what like I can't remember who well, Uncle Larry. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Larry. Uncle Larry. Uncle Larry, there. Take a tip from your Uncle Larry. So that oh, was right. so that was in December. I headlined in July. Yep, that's what. Yeah. Yeah, and again, it was two, we were two by two weeks apart. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Got some got some new shit I'm gonna throw out there. Cool. Looking forward to. I've been doing this new bit. Um, I got straight fucking stonewalled with it. Like no one wanted to hear it at all. At all about it's a bit. I, <laughs> Where were you trying it though? The drop. Uh, oh, you mean you're talking this? This? Yeah, yeah. I, well, dude, I've been doing the bit for two or three weeks. I feel like, and uh, it gets more groans than everything than anything. Uh, but this which did, can work. Which can, which can totally work. This didn't even get a groan. They just fucking looked at me. It's a bit I have about my worst. my grandma being old and having dementia. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that being. Like bad. Well, the joke. Basically, 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 the joke is, uh, and it's not even. It's, it's not even real. It, I made it up. Oh, is that the one where you <laughs> fuck your grandma? No, that's a different joke. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the true story. I didn't joke. make that up. That's the yeah. true story. No, <laughs> no, the bit is basically, you know, my grandma's old. She has dementia. Right. Over the holidays. Oh yeah. Together. She's like, when am I gonna see everyone again? I'm like, well, you're in your 80s and you have dementia. That's kind of on you at this point. <laughs> you're gonna have to stay alive and lucid. You know. <laughs> and uh, it usually gets like, oh, they, they didn't want any part of it. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. fucking looked at me. 
Dude, I do. So, so I think I'm just gonna start like doubling down on it and keep talking yeah, to it and then be like, guys, if you don't laugh at this, how am I gonna process this? Yeah. Like you're gonna <laughs> fucking spend me on a spiral. This is gonna be your fault when she dies. <laughs> I did this bit one time. Uh it was about uh I that I was at the grocery store in line. Now there was a it was a big oh, I table. This one. There was yeah. a big table yeah. of elderly people that came in because one it was a it was an this was a mic because one of those guys was going to go up that night. One of those old guys. And, uh, and I'm doing this bit about me. Uh, I'm in a grocery store line. And this old lady walks up kind of at a funny angle. And then just like pretends I'm not in line. Like she's just going to burst right in front of me. And then when uh, the lady in front of me goes and I start to move forward, she, she's like, oh, oh, I didn't even see you there. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't want to be a dick. So I'm like, yeah, you can go ahead, you know fucking old bag and then <laughs> and then once she's in front of me i i, I noticed like her broccoli or, or spinach was half hanging on the basket and i uh, so i grabbed it and i tossed it on the floor and i said bam you dropped her so when she bent to pick it up i shoved her to the ground and i put it went right by her and uh i got my fucking spot back <laughs> it didn't fucking go yeah, I would imagine that might, you know, bring some consternation. Well, I thought it was, like I said, you, the groans can work too sometimes. It's just yeah. a shock response, you know. Yeah. But uh, it was like, I think the I think the old guy that uh, that went up and did jokes about how much he hated his wife the whole time. I think he laughed. <laughs> I think he liked the idea because he was visualizing. Yeah, he was like, I'd have pushed that bitch down too, sonny. Hell yeah. <laughs> When he gets out there, he's like, take my wife, please. <laughs> Starts in on his. Uh, how do you get a hold of us, Jason? I don't know, man. You find Jason LaFoon on the internet by looking up Jason LaFoon on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you could go to the Light Me at Five page on Facebook. You can find Dean Jernigan on Facebook on Instagram. You can find us at Light Me at Five. Find us, look us up. Uh, you can email us. It's uh, L-M-F-I-V-E, uh, uh, L-M-F-I, uh, uh. Rusty, what's our email? You guys could just Google it, too. I know, man. You can get it on... Uh, L-M-5 at Gmail. No, pot. Is it pot? pot? L-M-5 pot. L-M-5. Just, just Google pot. it. Just Google it. Just Google Five it. is spelled out. That's where I fucked myself. I should just put yes. a goddamn number in there. Yeah. And I spelled that shit out yeah. when I made it up. Well, and it's fun. L-M-F-I-V-E pot at Gmail. Right. God damn, I fucked that up every time. Dot com. A year. You think I'd have this down. A fucking year. I don't know. Or you can reach me at DeanJurgen.com. Dude, someone pointed out this is I just I just said dot com, so it reminded me. Someone pointed out that we say WWW before websites to save time from saying what it actually means, which is World Wide Web, but it's shorter to say that than it is to say WWW. It's less syllables to say World Wide Web than it is to say W three fucking times. And that's supposed to be short for World Wide Web. You're right. That's fucking that funny. Does ma- that, that is amazing. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. We need to start a movement. Dude, well, I people think are we're, generally beyond, we're beyond the point of, of telling people what the beginning part of a website is at this point. In, yeah, we don't in even the say internet. I agree with you. But how fucked up is that that they shortened something and just made it longer? And for years, we were all like, WWW. Wait, wait, wait. It's still saying Live Me at Five. What about we go xylophone, xylophone, xylophone? <laughs> Whenever I say that, I mean Light Me at Five. Xylophone, xylophone, xylophone. 
Man, if you can get on wherever you're listening to and give us a rating, uh, man, give us a full stars that they can give a four or five or however they do it, we really appreciate it. It doesn't matter what you say. It just helps the algorithm, helps us spread this thing so we can grow it into something. Um, come to some of our shows, man. We're out and about. People are always telling me, hey, yeah, you're a comic. Tell me a joke. Come to a fucking show. <laughs> How's that? Friday, Valparaiso. Uh, and then, what, the 22nd? 22nd, Valparaiso. 22nd, also at Valparaiso, Market Lounge Comedy Club. That is in the big room. Um, that is with Hollywood people. So be ready. Have your Hollywood face on. Jason will. Okay. It's just that face right there he's wearing. Same one. Same one. This is Omaha face. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, Rusty. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Can, I leave, can I leave now? Let's go. It's a yeah. good thing the Bears game was early today. Yeah, no shit. Damn right. Damn right. Light me at five. <laughs> Light me at five. 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 Light me at five.